Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. Yo, everybody. You're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda. Uh, this is the podcast for the beginning of April 2016. With me today, as always, is Peter Samin. You know, Skype is doing that thing again, and that pisses me off. Like, like, like it's going up and down, or it's yeah, not? Yeah, I'm going to... We'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Are we I'm rolling gonna, with it? Can you yeah. continue to monitor the what microphone the fuck? sensitivity? I have it turned off. Oh, boy. Skype does I not give a shit. I have the automatic adjust turned off, but it's still doing it. That's really weird. Skype. Okay, let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Well, Skype does not care. See, you never know what's going to go on on this show. We just fly off the cuff. Skype does not give a fuck about following its own settings. Skype Skype is rotten. Like I don't I remember talking to you about this once upon a time with my experience with Skype on my phone is it asks you for like every permission available to everything. It's like, "Oh yeah, you contacted this person once through their phone. Well, their <laughs> phone is linked to their Skype account, so now we're going to intelligently link the two to you. So now you have all these new contacts on your phone and you can't opt out on it." See, that's that's why that's one of the reasons why, so I think that's one of the main differences between Android and iOS is that when you install an Android app, it just kind of upfront says, "Hey, agree to all these permissions." While on iOS, it doesn't ask you for something until you have to use it. Yeah. And it, so, like, since I've never gone to like the whole thing where it adds all your other contacts and stuff in the app, it just never did that. So I didn't have to bother with that shit. Skype is a greedy motherfucker. I don't like it. <laughs> I do not enjoy what Skype does. But as long as you can roll with it. We'll just keep rolling. We 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 it keeps the podcast on its toes. You see, Joe, I like to have my mic at around like thirty to forty percent, but right now it's at twenty four percent and it keeps going lower. Sometimes it goes to twenty two. I'm like, no, I like to have a little bit higher, but okay, Skype, you do your thing. The worst part is it only ever goes down. Yeah. Like it doesn't go back up. No. Which completely I mean, defeats he, the purpose. It'll get fixed. It'll get all leveled out with your editing anyway. So I would hope so, yes. I thought you were saying that my loudness will will balance out your quietness. Yeah, you're going to overpower me. I was raised in a wind tunnel. <laughs> I am breaking like a motherfucker right now. Clipping like a motherfucker. And I'm only at like 30, 39, whatever. Break dancing. But... Uh, how how is this past? You know what? No, wait. Forget your problems. We're back on iTunes. This is important. Yeah, we're in the, like the preliminary stages of being back on iTunes. We have our What's page, that? so I, it's like a three step process. First step, they validate your feed. Second step, they make your iTunes page. Third step, they review your iTunes page, make sure there isn't any like objectionable content on it. And then you're approved. That's what happened to yeah. us the last time is we got through step two 
and then got kicked out on step three, like inexplicably. And now here we are on step two again after getting in touch with support. That our iTunes page is different now, though, because now we've lost all our subscribers. Also, I that podcast thing, that podcast meetup that I go to, they have you share your iTunes page, and I shared it with them, and now it's all broken. And they're like, "Hey, what happened to your iTunes?" Like, it's it's a circumstances beyond our control is the problem. That's the problem because (laughs) iTunes, iTunes is as opaque as possible when dealing with issues involving your stream and then you have to contact a real person and then it takes them about a week to do anything. So that's I'm just wondering if there is a way to make it so that way it's, it was, it would go to our old page. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. There, isn't. there probably isn't, or if there is, it's not publicly no known, but, uh, but other, other than working on that shit, I mean, I've been taking my mind off of uh, off of the podcasts, off of video games. I've been cooking recently. I saw. I know. I'm making things with my hands. I also cooked, but I didn't tell anybody. You didn't? Well, well what are you trying to say, Peter? I cooked a quiche. A quiche? A yeah. quiche? A quickie? No, a quiche. A quickie. <laughs> uh, how, how, no, do, qu- how do you make a quickie? You take a whole. <laughs> you take a bunch of eggs. You take a bunch of milk. You take some like you you, you steam some broccoli. You put go you on. put that in there. Put that shit in there. I put some spinach in there. I, I I steam some spinach and stuck that in there. Um. Yeah, you mix that. You mix it all together. You season it. You what gotta you butter season, the. You, you, you gotta butter one? the pan, Joe. You have to butter the pan. Okay, but if you, you don't butter the pan, it fucking sticks everywhere. What do you season well, it with? I need to know. I just put salt and pepper. Oh, okay. All right. Nothing, no, nothing fancy. Just, okay, just the basics. Yeah. And then you eat it all in one night. That's how mo- that. Yeah, that's how it would go. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> have you? Yeah, I've been like going online and been making stuff that's clearly meant for a family of four. And then you eat the whole thing. And then I eat the whole thing. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Team fat. Go. <laughs> yeah, I uh, made some barbecue, which was just basically pulled oh. pork. It was oh, yeah. really fucking good. It was that, a... I, I saw that and I was like, oh man, that's going to be a good dinner. I don't get enthusiastic about food, but that shit I will make again. Because that was really goddamn good. Um, but there was five pounds of it. <laughs> and I ate Whew. it. And my shit was awful. It was like a holocaust. Oh <laughs> it was so bad. But it was so good. Best tasting thing I made. The, the shit cast. Oh, the shit cast. I also made... Um, what else? I Well, I just made garlic knots. Which is just rolled up dough, tied into a knot, and then seasoned with garlic and such. Um, uh, I made some chicken curry, which that was okay. Let me tell you something about curry powder. I'm not sure if you've worked with curry. A little goes a long way. Well, a little does go a long way, <laughs> but also if you leave that shit out, like, or if you leave any sort of remnants of it out, and then after like the course of like six hours, it starts to smell like vomit. Oh, like hy- I didn't know that. What is it? Hydrochloric acid? Whatever the shit is in our stomach, oh. it starts to smell like that real bad. And hmm. my tiny studio apartment just reeked of it 
for like a solid three days. It's dangerous. Always, always tightly seal your curry when you're done with it. And uh, now, and probably after this podcast, I'm going to make some uh, stuffed bell peppers. Oh, what are you stuffing them with? Stuffing them with, uh, it's Cajun style. So it's going to be some long white rice uh, with uh, some sausage. Um, okay. The recipe called for about, I want to say it was like half a pound of shrimp. Oh, Jesus. And I'm not a big shrimp dude. Yeah, but so, I am. Yeah, but you are. Just send, just send the shrimp to me. <laughs> well, I just replaced the shrimp in the recipe with more sausage. I'm like, we'll just go all sausage. <laughs> that See, there's, there's a difference between a, a, a cook and one who cooks. A, <laughs> a cook can improvise. One who cooks is a little wanker who can't go off the recipe and live a little. Put a little cheese in the broccoli, you know? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Be crazy. Um, yeah, no, otherwise not much in my life going on other than I might have a meeting tomorrow. So I call you here today under an executive order, an impromptu podcast, an executive order, executive order, because Monday, the time we were thinking about scheduling, I was told that I might have to meet with our India team at like nine 30 at night. Oh, so I wasn't sure like that it happens. Yeah, it, it happens. So we're going to see how that actually pans out. I have not gotten the invite. The guy who usually sets this up is he's a weekend worker. So there might be something on my email right now. I'm not going to VPN just yet, but I'll probably check the uh, sometime tonight, figure that out. Um and then other than that, been preparing for Coachella. Yeah. That's coming up. I got myself an American flag bandana. Some <laughs> some tank tops. What do I need? Oh shit! Do I need tank tops? You should probably dress light, like super light. It's gonna be. I mean, be warm. I can dress light, but all I wear is when I dress light. Like, I've always been a t-shirt and like cargo shorts kind of guy. That's that'll be probably fine. You know, just I, and I got. I'm gonna bring my Guns N' Roses t-shirt, obviously. Oh, no, of course, naturally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just went to Walmart and got like some four dollar tank tops. There was a lot of really cheap shit that I thought actually looked okay. So I'm just going to wear some of that. Um, got some sunglasses. I mean, odds are most of the stuff I gave you on the list, it should be fine. It's like very basic. The big shit I got was like a cooler and two two foldable chairs because I want that for myself anyway. Yeah. So honestly, the only thing out of the ordinary that you might need to bring that you probably wouldn't have thought of other than what's on the list is I might need an audio jack. You might need to give... Do you have an audio jack for your car? For my car? Well, just an audio jack in general, like one you can plug into a phone and then plug into Mm, a... No. No? Mainly because in my car, I I use Bluetooth. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You... Futurist son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I know that in my experience, renting cars, they typically have an auxiliary cable, but, you know, alas, they don't provide... Well, they don't provide the cable. They have the port. Yeah. So we, The cables are easy to get. We can get a cable. Yeah, we'll get a cable. That should be an issue. I think what we're going to do is I'm going to pick you up from the airport. Let's work all these plans out here just so everyone knows. I'm going to pick you up from the airport yeah. at midnight in the rental car. And then we're probably going to leave sometime 10 o'clock or 11. Okay. Um, cause, because 
the person who was supposed to drive us down backed out. What? Yeah, they wanted to ride with someone else. And I'm like, so what does that mean for me? And everyone just kind of shrugged their shoulders. I'm like, I guess I'm renting a car. So if I'm renting my own car, I'm doing this my way, and we're going down Highway 1, the Pacific Highway. Yeah. Because why not? It's the it's the it's the uh, scenic route. Yeah, it's the scenic route. So we're gonna go down. We're gonna take the scenic route, enjoy ourselves, and then when we eventually leave, we're going to go through the middle of the desert, the faster way, because I'm gonna be conked out out of out of my mind, and you might have to drive. Okay. We'll see how this works. We'll see how all of this works. Otherwise, we are good. We're from a supplies perspective, we are good to go. We will just need to get provisions, but that can be done in the morning. Get excited! I didn't realize that um, Rancid was going to be there. I love Rancid. Oh, great. Yeah, see? So I, I went through the list and got some guys that you might know. Um, Yeah, the only big one... I, so, like, you want to see Guns N' Roses. That's clearly the big one for you. Even if it's terrible, I just have to see what it is. You just have to know. I have to know how bad it is. Which, from, from, the, from the footage that's leaked so far, it seems like everyone's good except for Axel just sounds really bad and is kind of fat. All right. Yeah, that, see, that's fine. I just hope that everyone <laughs> else is singing along and it'll drown out his awful singing. <laughs> but yeah, that's for the big one for me personally is Zed. I want to see Zed. I like his shit. Um, and then there's just a bunch of like miscellaneous like artists that I'm familiar with. I know their music. But I wouldn't call myself like a tremendous fan, but it's stuff I can enjoy. So yeah, but we'll we'll uh, it'll be fun. I am so excited. I asked my boss for time off, and my one boss was like, "Yeah, no, sure, Joe, take all the time that you need," like in this very sympathetic sort of voice. And I'm like, <laughs> "No, you don't understand. You should be telling me not to go because it's only <laughs> going to end in tragedy." And the other boss is like, "Don't tell me. Tell the other guy." And I'm like, I thought you would know. He's like, yeah, but I don't approve of anything. So it sounded very much like he doesn't give a shit when people take PTO, you know. Oh, I mean, I, that's how my boss is too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Like he was like, hey, as long as, you know, as long as you get your work done. Don't I don't die. really care if you take a week off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll get, I'll get all my stuff done. I won't cause delays. Try not to anyway. So, yeah, it's it's ready to go. <laughs> it's ready to go, ready to launch. Um, yeah, what have you been doing? What what have you been up to? What's going everything. on in the life of you? Everything. You've been doing everything. 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 Yeah. So, I tried to actually no, this is not in chronological or chronological we, order. No one goes in chronological order on this podcast. But let's just finish up some loose ends from last week. Oh yes. The whole Sherlock Holmes <laughs> trophy fiasco. Yeah, you you resolved that pretty quick. I did it. I figured it out. <laughs> I I I did the wrong thing, but I figured it out. I just had to Apparently there was a newer version of the tool that I was using and the new version is way simpler. It's literally like, hey, press this button. Okay, it's yours now. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so it's the same tool. Was it the exact same tool, like, modified to do what you needed to do faster? Or? I mean, yeah, it's not modified. It's just the same tool, just they made it more user-friendly. Okay. Like, before, it was like, okay, you have to go into your old, your this other save, copy these two, these like, two or three strings, and then paste them onto this other one. And now they just do it, man. They just have a button that says, do this for, for me, and then they 
copy and paste it. And is this app applicable only to the Sherlock Holmes games, or how does no? This, this is all PS3 saves. Really? So any you, PS3 I, save that you want to make that is someone else's that you want to make yours, you can do it. Oh, this is exclusively for ownership of saves. Yes. Okay. That's that was the thing is that the Sherlock Holmes game, Sherlock Holmes saves are one of those where you can only use it on your account. Like yeah. It's locked out. That's that's how uh, Dark Souls are. Exactly. So you can get some bootleg Dark Souls saves. <laughs> the <laughs> ones with all the exploits done. Exactly. That I've already done. All right. <laughs> but you were able to do it. Awesome. Yeah, it worked worked fantastic. Such a lust for platinum. Yeah, it just, it just I didn't want to put five hours into that game again. And have to do so all you the put five hours into doors. researching how to get. Uh, it only took like an hour. Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. But then Mitomo came out. Joe, the worst game on the iOS store. I really like Mitomo. It has its charm. They oh. they really they took the essence of what the me social aspect was before and just kind of like refined it. See, you, you did you ever play Tomodachi Life? I know, but I saw it, and it so looks very similar to that. Th- that's the thing. This game is like a, it's like a smartphone version of that, and I loved that. So this is like even better because I don't have to whip out my 3ds to play it. I can just play it on my phone, whenever. Yeah, no, like uh, as far as like what this is, I enjoy kind of the premise. I enjoy the premise and it, it's it's cute. I don't know. Joe, I change I change my outfits every day. Dude, I I the minute I realized you, you I don't could even go wear naked, clothes. Yeah, the minute I realized I could go naked, I'm like, let's go naked. And then your freaking intro to come to my house is, hey, can I take my pants off? It's like, no, and please. jacket. <laughs> That's important. That's crucial. Uh, no, the see that so this is a funny thing I saw with me, Tomo is so. The premise of Mitomo is it asks you questions, you can answer it, you get coins from either answering a question or listening to other people's questions, which feeds into the larger Mitomo accessories economy. But it's really funny to see everyone answer shit legitimately. And you're just like, fuck it. Like, look at all of my answers. They're just I, like, <laughs> they're from a, like, a horrible Twitter account. So you you went the exact same route as Hillary Goldstein, which I've mentioned him before. He used to work at IGN, and now he's doing his own thing. But as they as you should, like for the one that was like, "Hey, so what do you do when you get str- stressed out?" And he's just like, "Straight jacking it." Yeah, that's just what I do. <laughs> exactly. Like the the contrast of the cutesy me Nintendo characters with these utterly vile and vulgar, you know, phrases. See, I'm wondering so how funny. far. Like, I'm wondering if there's any sort of like, I wonder if they're looking at this at all and they're going to moderate it all, but I don't, I haven't seen anything get taken down yet. So you wrote in your answer about cats was, I, yeah, I purposefully left the curse word out cause I was afraid that Nintendo would be like, no, no, no. Okay. See, I was looking at that and I'm like, oh, so they must have some self censorship. No, I censored censorship. that myself. Well, that's the thing is I wrote shit in one of my answers and they didn't like do anything. And I'm like, what did Peter say? Did okay, he say, then did I, he, like, what awful atrocity. So maybe I'll edit that. Maybe I'll edit it and add the curse word back in. Because, yeah, because, like, maybe they just, maybe they're actually treating it like a social network and they're not going to, like, 
take things down for stupid reasons. Because I don't know if you've been paying attention to um, Mario Maker, but an entire this one guy got all of his levels taken down because they had the the word poo in them. Yes, P O O poo, and they said, "Oh, poo is not an appropriate term for." Nintendo games, so we took them all down. Like he called Nintendo, that's what they said. That's who is not an appropriate term. I mean, so yeah, the, I guess the difference is at least with Mario Maker, you can access a level unsolicited, while as with me yeah. with this uh, me me Tomo, you have to actually accept friend requests. But still, poo. Yeah, like, I, th- no, that's, that's like ridiculous. A, that's like a five-year-old word. Like that's five-year-olds say that. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's only ever said out of like comedic effect mm-hmm. silliness I don't know I, so yeah I mean I, I I know I'm like being like super dickish about it like what Mitomo is I'm I I don't actually hate it I think I think See, it's Joe, charming I, I think it's I charming need, I need some of the people from the 8-4 podcast to love it lo- to be over here talking about it and loving it like I do because because they've talked about it this week and they're like oh it's so good I'm like yes it is so good <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just me and Nintendo. This is how this relationship has always been. Is I look at what they do and I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. And then Nintendo comes over and is like, y- you said it was kind of cool. Do you want to do you want to play some more? And I'm like, oh no, I'm good. That's and, so weird and, to me. And I just walk away, th- middle fingers up. Because like, uh Because then I've been playing Splatoon and I posted online just like I fucking love this game. It's so good. I played it all night last night <laughs> with a bunch of Japanese people. Were you drunk? No. Okay, because that's the vibe I was getting. No, I was just really happy. I was drunk on Friday night. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I forget which. You made a series of posts at some point. I was just looking at it and like, this is more inane than usual. I don't even think I posted anything on Friday. I don't know. Uh, I'll pull that up. All those posts were sober probably. <laughs> The ones about uh, RoboCop. I think it was the okay because you just tweeted, "I love Splatoon." Yes, and that th- was that was sober. And then you're yeah, nec- I didn't post anything the day I was drunk. But okay, because the next tweet was then 3 a.m. on a Sunday is the time to watch RoboCop, and I'm like, what kind of sick rabbit hole has he gone down? I watched all the RoboCop movies. Oh my god, even the third one. I haven't watched the third one yet. You did. About, you have not. About, you have not see, watched the all the RoboCop movies. Then okay. <laughs> From what I've heard, the third one's really bad. So I, I was know. Kinda, so I was thinking about ignoring it, but you know what? I might just watch it because I'm curious. It sounds dumb enough that you could probably enjoy it from just a "this is a bad movie" angle. Yeah. Apparently, he gets a jetpack in the third one. Yeah, and he's like against drugs and tells the kids to. Well, in the second one, he's fighting drugs as well. So. But I'm yeah. But it becomes like a dare commercial. Yeah. No, the first one is really good. The second one is less good, but still kind of fun to watch. So now I'm, I'm waiting for the third one where it's not good and it's just funny to watch. <laughs> You'll have to report in. I've not seen those movies. Oh, it le- I would say of the ones, just of the two that I've seen, you could just get away with watching the first one and you've pretty much got what RoboCop is. That's how I understand it. Yeah. And the first one's really good. It's... It, it holds up really well, and all of the themes in it actually are very applicable to today, still. All right. It's just like, hey, nuclear warfare. That shit's fucked up, right? It's like, yep, it's pretty fucked up. I agree. You scary 80s movie. 
Because that's the premise in all of them. Yeah. But and then... Just, just a ton of violence. Way more violence than I thought. Yeah. Violence. Like people, people get fucking destroyed in that movie. I get destroyed every weekend. <laughs> I don't see what the big deal is. And then and then uh, Red from That 70s Show is the villain. Oh, wait. Are you serious? Yeah. Does he have hair? No. He's he, Even in the 80s, he was, he was balding. Man, that poor dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm starting to wear a bandana because my hairline is receding so I'm growing out my hair but my hairline is also receding a bit so I'm like what do I do in the meantime I'm in this awkward phase where like my hair doesn't look good and I'm self-conscious about my forehead and I have no hats I guess I'm wearing a, a bandana should probably get a hat I probably should I but I like the bandana it's a nice bandana <laughs> but what does any of this have to do with Shadow of the Colossus? Basically nothing. Great. So I had I had someone over on Friday. That's why I was drinking. Ah, yes. We were. That's we what were I do when I have guests over. I drink and <laughs> and absolutely resent their existence. That's kind of what I was doing. Aww. But yeah, I <laughs> I uh it, we the point of this get together was to play. Resident Evil 6 because for some reason she really wants to play Resident Evil 6 co-op and I'm like in my mind I'm not I don't want to say it to her because I don't want to be that dickwad that says it but I'm just like in my mind I'm like isn't this the one that everyone hated and this is the one you want to play I'm sure there's some pleasure to be derived from playing that game co-op probably but then once we got to my place she looks at my game my game shelf and she's like holy shit how many games do you have I'm like a lot that's just those are just the physical ones. Imagine my digital library. She's like, oh my god! And then she sees Shadow of the Colossus. She's like, huh? I forgot about this game. I've never played it, but everyone says it's really good. I'm like, oh, it's really good. She's like, we're playing this right now. I'm like, okay. So I yeah. just watched her. I watched her play. The, uh, I watched her beat the first five colossi before we were too tired to continue and just went to bed. That's still that's still pretty good. Yeah, and that fifth colossus, fucking, that's my favorite one. That is my favorite one. I think. Oh wait, is that the beard? No, it's the uh, it's the flying one. Oh near, yeah, near the lake. Yes, I remember. That I I don't know how the dynamics were between you two, but that sounds like a successful night. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Just, I yep. I I had to hold my tongue so much because she kept speculating about the story. I'm just like, I can't tell you the story. If you're actually gonna play this, I I cannot spoil a thing. I can't. I can't. I want to. I want to tell you so bad what happens, but you got to figure out on your own. <laughs> oh, I feel like... No, that hasn't been happening. I feel like that's been happening to me recently, but I can't remember what it was, so I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> but yes, so that that is a good game. I should revisit that, maybe. I know at some point I need to play Eco, because I played Shadow, but I never played Eco, and it's just sitting there on that disc. And I'm just so far removed from it. I just don't. I just don't. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to just see what it... what Because it, everyone says that Shadow is the better game, but I still want to experience Eco at some point because... Um, and it's supposedly pretty short. Like, supposedly it's only a few hours long. So, oh, like, really? yeah, someday I'll have, a, have a, like, a afternoon just to spend doing that. Okay, that would be worth it. Yeah, because it harkens back from that era of, like, adventure game. So it's just like, eh, I'm kind of over this. Yeah, but I like adventure games, Joe. I know you do. 
I know you do. <laughs> uh, but um, but speaking of adventure games, yeah, Project did, Nitro. That's not an adventure game, but it, it's like an adventure game. Oh, the the emotional roller coaster I've gone through. Exactly, figuring. it's an adventure. So let me tell you something about this Project Nitro that I okay. So I just discovered this Project Nitro. Yes, tell us more. I I'm kind of okay. So I was following the. As I do, following the bring Bandicoot back, whatever the hell, bring Bandicoot back Twitter that says crazy shit that I actually don't agree with, even though I'm a Crash Bandicoot fan, but it's like (laughs) the main source of Crash Bandicoot news because all the crazy fans follow it. Um, And he posts this link of like, hey, you guys should go support Project Nitro. I'm like, what the fuck is Project Nitro? And I look and the link is is beyond twinsanity.com. I'm like, wait. Don't tell. Okay, is are these guys making a fan sequel to Crash Bandicoot Twin Sanity? Because that's my idea. Like I have, I wrote like a script, not a full script, but like a, like an outline, like an outline of a script of what a my storyboard. sequel. Yeah, basically what my sequel of Crash, my sequel to Crash Twin Sanity would be, because that's the last mainline Crash game. Besides those like side ones that they made, where he was, where he like had a new design and like all the characters were different. Sick tattoo. But, yeah, but I don't think those followed the storyline. I think those were like weird side ones. Yeah, non-canon. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, shit, are these guys doing that? No, that's not what this is, even though they used the URL beyond twinsanity.com. Well, it's because it's Project Nitro. Guess what Project Nitro is, Joe? It's a party game. Yes, it is a party game. It's a party game. They're making a remake of Crash Bash. Remember Crash Bash? We played that. That was arguably one of the best Crash Bandicoot games ever made. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. There's a reason why everyone wants to remake this game. It did such a great job conveying the rules of the the mini-games. Like, you know, that's one of the hardest parts. It looked great. It totally continued the legacy of Naughty Dog after they wanted to leave the project. It really represented... Crash's character and you know like it painted a very re- fleshed out storyboard I was very I happy really, with the story the more and more that time progresses the more that I realize I am totally out of touch of what other Crash fans want they Say want it ain't a fucking so. <laughs> they want a fucking remake of this Crash Bash was not a good game it was mediocre. Even then, it was mediocre. I mean, it was fun to play with multiple people, but every game that you play with multiple people ends up being fun because of just having multiple people there. Yeah, you can either love it or hate it all the same, or love the uh, people who hate it, or hate the people who love make, it. They're, they're spending, like, a team of, like, how many people? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A team of, like, nine to ten people are making a remake of, of one of the shittier Crash games. Well, to be fair, so devil's advocate here these are a group of people who are probably doing this out of love for the series they're not getting compensated for it no they're not this is probably the easiest way for them to deliver something relating to at least something that was under like the umbrella that was crash bandicoot without having to get into level design like maybe they'll make it better maybe it'll be better maybe i don't understand how it could be worse yeah so i downloaded a build but I haven't played it yet. It's I'm gonna play it and just see what what they're doing. But they're at build one twelve, 
one I don't know when the final releases, but it seems like they've been keeping steady and doing releases every every week or two. So Yeah. I'm just checking out know. I'm checking out some videos to this right now just to see what the uh, hubbub is all about. And from what I'm looking at I mean it looks pretty primitive, but I I feel like there's a foundation going on here. Yeah. I mean, graphically, it's better, but that's not well, saying much. So here's the secret about um, the hot secret. You want to know the hot secret about this Project Nitro that, I, at least from what I've seen so far, uh, they they go against cease and desist orders. All of the assets from this game are ripped straight out of Crash Twin Sanity. Like none of these assets are stuff they made. These are all assets that they stole from that PS2 game. Might as well stick to what you know. Okay, I don't yeah, know Yeah, I mean, anymore. it looks good. I mean, I like those assets. It just feels weird that we're using assets from, like, a 12-year-old game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess they couldn't get, like, better assets. I don't... Asset creation is hard. Yeah, it is hard. I would forgive them. I for You know what? I forgive everything. I forgive all of this. <laughs> it's okay, guys. You, guys, you just keep going because we didn't even know this existed until about a few days ago. Yeah, it's true. I get so, but so I went through a, a wide range of emotions in a short amount of time with this. At first, I was like, "Oh my god, they're making the thing that I wanted to make," and I was like, "Wait, it's not the thing I wanted to make. It's this other thing." I'm like, "Why are they bothering to make this other thing?" And I'm like, "You know what? This is probably good because now I can make my thing." <laughs> yeah just you, you 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 still have a hold on the market on yeah the, uh, i still have the the d the design of the thing i wanted to do and it won't be tainted by what these guys are doing no lord <laughs> i mean that's that's the dream though is to grab it while you can yeah <laughs> just like i did with my two urls that i bought oh wait Two URLs. I know you bought one of them. I bought two, so I bought one for my name, JoeBoda.com. Oh, thank God! And I was gonna I, say, yeah, that that was yeah. a long time overdue. I don't think anyone else was gonna take that though, except maybe you, you dickhead. <laughs> I, I did you think about it? Did you actually think about it? I mean, I I showed you. I was like one step away from buying hashtag Simmer.com that one time. Why would you do this? You but know, they, you but, know, I want that. <laughs> do you not remember? No, I remember. I'm just like, why would, why, why, why I was why holding would you play it right in front of you being like, I'm about to press the buy button, Joe. And you're like, don't you do that. I'm like, well, then fucking buy it. No, that's, friends don't make other friends. <laughs> would you yeah. prefer that I owned it or some random dude owned it that you couldn't buy it from? I prefer that you owned it. So I guess. Because then at least you could buy it from me. But that's the thing is who is rushing to get the hashtag simmer.com? I don't know. No one. It's literally Great. it's it's fucking Dave Wang <laughs> says it. Great uh no. Great minds think alike. I don't know. Well actually no. So what Dave Wang does is he says randomword.com and sometimes he'll do hashtag random word. Yeah. My my typical go-to random word is simmer. So I just took those two like jokes, put my word in and now we have hashtag simmer.com. That's how this exists. Well, all that I do know is if you go to hashtag simmer.com, you will be greeted with a music video of Gloria with a dancing solid or dancing uh, big boss to all the Metal Gear Solid hype. So that's what currently that redirects to. So if you want to listen to Gloria, 
go to hashtag simmer.com. <laughs> but um oh okay so your your uh joboda.com just redirects to your wordpress that just goes to my wordpress which really doesn't have anything on there right now yeah mine my petersamine.com just redirects to my linkedin yeah i'm not that bold but <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what else to put in there we'll see that's like the, my website if, if someone's looking for my website i mean probably the best thing would be the linkedin page well i want to put my website my joebona.com website on LinkedIn. And I, so that would create a weird feedback loop. I want to have a professional site. The problem is I don't know what to put on there that's professional. That's the, Yep, that's where I'm at. That's the hard part. It's like... What? I Yeah, because I could make a thing, but I'm like, what... What do the I do? The most professional thing I have is my LinkedIn page. The rest of it's just a bunch of non-professional things. I'm just going to do a bunch of watercolor paintings and just load them up on there. It's like, look <laughs> at my art. <laughs> This is what I really wanted to do. You should have gone for that art degree. <laughs> oh God. But um Yeah, uh otherwise, um Speaking of eighties movies from Robocop. This is a yeah. hard transition. You saw Creed. I saw Creed You, you saw Creed instead of Batman versus Superman. Uh yeah, I'm from what I'm hearing, Creed's a way better movie. <laughs> I, I haven't I so one of my friends saw Batman versus Superman and she literally spent thirty minutes complaining to me about how bad it was. So, so I was like, okay, I guess I shouldn't see this that. This is a really fun thing because yeah, I've seen so my Facebook feed and my friends group have been like literally divided. I I know probably about three people who have been like, no, you know what? I think it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And then another three people have been like, this is awful. This is awful. It was fun. That's interesting. I haven't heard anyone say it was fun. See, I don't know. Well, because they, that's the thing is I heard the action sequences were really good, but everything else was just kind of a jumbled mess. I mean, it really depends what you get into these movies for, because honestly, like if you turn off your brain, 95% of these superhero movies are enjoyable. Like don't, don't. Yeah. It's the, the problem with DC is they try to take their shit way too seriously. And that's the thing. And that's probably why I'm not going to, I'm, if I see it, it'll be like a a chance, like a weird chance that I just happen to see it by someone else. Not that I'm going to seek out to see it. I haven't even seen Man of Steel and just that that entire Superman that Superman just is not appealing to me because it's like yeah. this kind of breaks what I think of what who Superman is and then apparently Batman and Batman versus Superman actually kills people I was like that's not what Batman does he doesn't kill people I mean to be fair though with the amount of reckless abandon that Batman exhibits he's probably killed people in every film if we sure, really want to talk about this one this. he explicitly kills people yeah. just like oh i fucking killed that guy it's like uh batman you're supposed to batman. knock people out and not kill people <laughs> yeah i mean i think my problem i'm i'm going to actually get on this tangent real quick real quick but it's just like i've talked about it before i like what dc is doing in that they're trying to approach it with a contemporary angle and do more than just like feel good summer blockbuster like marvel because like marvel i look at marvel as nintendo in that they make they're very good at what they do they're very good at what they do they have a very fine craft but at the end of the day it's just like it feels very samey to me you had to bring nintendo into this didn't you i do because that's very much the same case of i i appreciate their work i think they do a good job of it but it just doesn't cater to me and it all feels so very similar because like to me it's like 
I love the Marvel movies, and there's a handful of DC movies that I can that I like. Like I love the Dark Knight. Dark Knight, that's fucking yeah. great. That's an amazing movie. But then, like, I could say pretty much most of these Marvel movies have been great, in my opinion. There's there's, there's a few that I like. I didn't care for the Thor movies, but um, yeah. I thought the second Captain America was really an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. I just I I know that they try to be like they have to have a levity to all of it, and that's fine. But I also kind of want a little bit more adult, like not to say. I, I mean, want... there are adult things. That's kind of in Avengers though, like in that in like those in those sort of things. Like I it... guess I'm not sure what you mean by not adult because I I, don't I know, want I, them I feel to like, I want them I feel to like explore they themes. hit a really good um they hit a really good balance that I don't feel the DC ones I, typically do. I'm like not... there is there's there's such a lack of levity in the DC ones where I feel yeah. like in the Marvel ones it's like okay there's fun stuff happening but also there are some serious scenes. I yeah no I agree that there's like a weird like balance issue i guess but that's the thing is i like drama i like the discussion of themes i like i like there to be this like question i i enjoy the whole like superhero question like i enjoy watchmen i like that premise of like you know what if superheroes are as fucked as the rest of us then then we're all fucked like it's 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 not gonna make things better, and that's kind of what DC has been trying to do. But they're like Watchmen light, and then Marvel is just like, no, we're the good guys all the time. None of us ever die because we can't die because we're good guys. Except now <laughs> they're saying Iron Man is gonna die in Civil War, but whatever. Well, like that's the rumor. That's the thing. I mean, one of them has to die because that's just how it is. It should be, but the but I'm but we're. People think it's going to be Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just it's it's very much summer blockbuster. And again, I'm fine with that. But you know, it's the difference between wanting to see like a drama, a serious drama, and a uh, you know Fast and Furious. I love Fast and Furious for what it is, but like with. With superhero movies, the hype train around them coming out, it's like, oh my god, Spider-Man's in the new Civil War movie, and it's oh. like... It's, well, I don't pay attention to that bullshit. That stuff pisses me off, too. But that's the thing, is everyone's like, oh my god, it's so good, I can't wait for this movie, and it's like, it's gonna be the same thing as every other goddamn movie, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah. They just have no, Spider-Man I, now. <laughs> yeah, I don't... That stuff pisses me off, too. I ignore all that shit. Like, I don't need to hear your fucking fanboy orgasms before the movie comes out i just want to see the movie i i guess it's more so i just don't understand it i don't understand why that's such a big deal like yeah. other than spider-man having know. a hard time but i mean i i'm excited to see spider-man but when that spider-man clip came out honestly joe i haven't even watched it i didn't watch it because i just want to see the movie yeah like, i don't i don't want to see previews of things i just want to see the movie yeah but yeah. Long, long story short i appreciate that dc is trying to like hit upon the Christopher Nolan of like it's more of a drama sort of deal but of course the problem is Superman is such a fucking hard character to write for exactly. he, has, he has no conflicts the conflict that they're trying to include is like oh I want to save everyone but I can't I don't I'm not sure I'm not super familiar with the comics but yeah. it's never what I've seen him build as and yeah and the thing is uh, there's so there's a really long discussion we can have about this but there's and I, you say like, oh yeah. I mean, I also appreciate that they're trying, but I guess I just feel like, and I, 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 I don't know if you've watched the Red Letter Media video about. Oh, this, I but have. They just shat all over it. They were, they did not like I, it. But I, I agree with them in a lot of ways. I just feel like 
DC is just trying to rush this stuff too much because yes. Marvel took time. Like it took like ten years for them to get to this point. While DC's like, uh, we got to catch up to them. Uh, Batman and Superman's coming out next year. It's yes, like, you can't just lead up to the fucking climax on the first fucking movie. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, like DC is trying really hard to play catch up with Marvel, and that that will cost them if they're trying to make movies that do that. They're shoehorning too much. Um, uh, I just, all I'm saying is like from the announcements when they were like, yeah, civil war. And then there was the other announcement, Batman versus Superman. I was far more intrigued by Batman versus Superman huh. because I feel like, I don't know, Avengers. I've seen that movie before. I I've seen, I know it's Captain America, civil war. It's Avengers three or it's Avengers 2.5. I don't know whichever one you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean... It basically it, it, is. Yeah, it basically is, which that's fine with me. And that's fine. I'm just saying, though, it's like I've seen at least one and a half of those movies so far. I think that's like the difference between me and you, because like I saw when the that Batman versus Superman stuff got shown, I was like, oh, God, no, 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 no. And then when they showed Civil War, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I mean, I've because like because like that first clip they showed of Batman versus Superman was like, "Do you bleed?" I was like, "God, that sounds terrible." Oh yeah, like, that's just bad. And I didn't pay too much. I didn't really actually pay attention to the trailers. I only knew about the announcements, and from what I gathered, it's like it's. Like, I had only seen Dark Knight. I have not actually seen the other Batman movies, at least not in their entirety. Fun fact: the dark, So you didn't see the third one. Correct. I mean, I saw. I, I saw I have bits not, and pieces. I have not seen it either. Actually, of those three movies, the only one I saw was Dark Knight. So I didn't see Begins or I, uh, what was the third one called? Returns. Uh, Rises. Rises. That's what yeah. I've seen the the second one, and I've seen the uh, bits and pieces of the ones surrounding it, and I know the general plot lines. But that's the thing is like it's just that was just such a intriguing movie to me. I wanted to see what they do by adding taking Superman and Batman putting them together and stirring the pot a bit and I also just like the idea of Batman getting pissed off at someone and wanting to beat the shit out of him yeah which I love the, the one idea that I did like was that the entire motivation of for Batman was that he hated the ending of Man of Steel yeah <laughs> yeah I, I being just... self aware that like hey people didn't like the ending we'll just pretend this we'll make this one character not like it either yeah, I just wanted to see them take that in a direction. While his Avengers was like, you know, we have to stop Loki. And then the second one was like, we have to stop a guy who's like vaguely related to what Loki did in the first one. Yeah. And it's... So, it, so here's the thing. And here's what I think Marvel gets right and what I think DC gets wrong. And what I think DC tries to do right and they have a good <laughs> idea, but they just don't execute. So like Marvel... Even though their stories, I will admit, are pretty, like, they're pretty basic. It's bad dude comes to do bad thing. We stop bad dude by working together. Yeah. While DC is trying to do something a little bit more with real themes, and which is go a good idea. But mm -hmm. since Marvel nails the characterizations, like, you feel, like, through the movies, like, having all these other movies leading up that, like, build those characters, like, you know, Thor and Captain America, like, these separate movies, and then they come together in the big movie, by the time the big movie happens, you've bonded with those characters, you know what they're about, and there's just a good... This is just a good spirit to it all, and you understand where they're coming from. While with these DC movies they have such a big overarching like 
message that they're trying to get through, but then they didn't build the characters up. Mm -hmm. And then even with Superman, they built it up in a way that doesn't contrast with Batman in a way that makes any sense anymore because they're basically the same character now. Mm Mm-hmm. So it, they don't get the characterization right. And if they did, then these movies would be awesome. But every th- most of the discussions that I see are not that like, oh, well, the, the, the plot was dumb or blah, blah, blah was dumb. It was more just like I just most of the people just don't like how they're characterizing the, the, the superheroes. Because mm-hmm. like people bring up, oh, Batman kills people, which isn't cool. And like Superman just theme, th- seems like he's kind of a being, dick. Yeah, he's a dick, and like he feels like it, it, the way he kind of behaves, it makes it seem like he doesn't like to save people, which is like the opposite of what Superman likes to do mm-hmm. in like other things. Like Superman's all about helping people, while in these uh, in this movie, it seems like it's a burden to him to help anybody. Yeah, I guess yeah. To summarize what you're saying, Marvel has had separate storylines that have developed characters and made them, you know, likable, and then the Avengers is basically fan service of let's take all of these characters that you like now, just throw them together and have some fucking fun. Yes. And the substance doesn't necessarily need to be there. While as DC is like, let's take these characters that are poorly developed and put them together and, oh shit, we never developed the characters. Let's try to develop them now. Oh fuck, we can't develop them now coherently. Oh, everything's on fire. It's hard to develop this many characters in a two-hour movie. Like it's 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 really hard. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I will acknowledge the failures of Batman v Superman. I get it. Um, but Creed blew everything Creed. out of the water. Creed is it, Creed is just really good. Like it's excellent. Like I, Joe, it made me cry. Oh, mainly and not tears. Like, Okay, Joe, not like, oh, I was teary-eyed. Look, I was fucking bawling. Wow, you have problems. I I was like, I looked at my, I looked in the mirror and I was just like, what is happening right now? You don't cry like this usually when you watch a movie. (laughs) I'm Uh, glad that it, it was good. Like, Jesus Christ, after Rocky Balboa and Rocky V. I liked Rocky Balboa, though. I thought it was okay. I think the premise seemed unneeded. Oh yeah, but I would say of the Rocky movies, it's in the upper half for me. Really? Yeah. But I but I also like I don't know. I like the idea of some old guy trying to get back into the game. Yeah. So uh, so then what? It, Creed is about the son of Apollo Creed. This is yeah about the the um. So Apollo was doing some action on the side oh, yeah. behind his wife's behind his wife and oh, no. uh, had a kid and then after he died this kid was kind of kept as a secret so that's why they never mentioned it in the other movies so <laughs> so now um this kid has grown up and he goes to seek out Rocky to train him and uh Rocky's like well, what do you mean? Who? How do you like? He, he goes up to Rocky's like telling all these stories about Apollo and them, and and Rocky's like, "How did you know that? Like, how how do you you been following me? Been stuck like like stuff like that? Like, <laughs> no, no, because that's my dad. He's like, what are you? T- you're not. He's not your dad. And like, he's like, and then he tells all the story. Like, it's it's pretty good. Like, uh, just I don't know. It all really comes together because I don't know. I don't know what plot points you know, but basically, 
Creed is doing a, like working really hard and he's trying to battle and then also Rocky has his own battle that he has to take has to do in his old age and the tandem between them fighting each other's battles together and working together because it's not it's a lot of the other Rocky movies are very one one way and that they're trying to get Rocky to train and get him mm-hmm. to do a battle while this is two way they're training Creed so he can fight and then he's also helping Rocky to do his fight oh Rocky is actually doing a fight no no well, it's an internal fight uh, and it, it, yeah more of an internal fight Adrian 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 Paulie's dead god damn it hasn't he been dead for a while he wasn't dead in well I mean yeah but I mean in the movie yeah. in the in the last movie he was not dead oh he wasn't dead in uh Balboa no 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 he was still he was still he was still alive oh I, okay I thought I saw a gravestone in Balboa no, that was well. That was Adrian's. Adrian's. Yeah, that was Adrian's gravestone. Okay, but in this movie, Paulie and Adrian's gravestones are right next to each other, and he goes, <laughs> he goes and visits them as he does in the other movie, and he brings a flower to Adrian's grave, and he brings like a bottle of whiskey to Paulie's grave. <laughs> of course, he would. <laughs> it's touching. Alcoholism. Yep. Alcoholism. I'll need to get on that i i need to see fight club and then creed so i think those will be great movies to see back oh shit back to back yeah fight club is a very different tone i know i know but (laughs) i need that drama but yeah you should you should definitely watch both of those movies i'll pencil (laughs) it in between my animes oh yes the animes are very important they're they are very important um yeah no otherwise Game wise, I've been playing some Diablo three because one of my coworkers has really gotten into it, almost to an obnoxious amount. Have you guys been doing co op or? So we kind of have. So no, he he got it like I think last. I think he got it this Monday. I can't remember. Oh wow! So he's he's real new to it. Well, yeah. Except now he's like level five hundred and seventy. <laughs> and has all the armor sets and has basically min-maxed his character immediately because he's insane. And so now, like, we kind of do co-op, but it's him killing a lot of things and me leveling up real fast. And then him being like, you should wear this armor set. And then I wear this armor set. And I'm like, this is why I don't play these games like this. This is awful. <laughs> this is so sterile. But when he's not co-oping me, I... uh play on my own because I kind of do miss it. It's kind of a nice game to turn your brain off of. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's what everyone tells me. Yeah, so I've been doing that when I get home and shit. Uh, otherwise, I've been playing this game uh, 10,000 or 10 million. Yeah, what's that? Um, So it was a game. It's actually been out for a while. I want to say it's like 2012, 2013. It's an old game or relatively old. So what it is is you are this pixel character who goes through a dungeon and you can ru- you it's a uh, it's at the top of your screen you're running to the right and as you run to the right the wall on your left will slowly catch up to you so it's like an auto scroller and when you run into an enemy you have below you a bunch of tile puzzles and you have to match 3 4 5 and if you match swords for instance he'll do a sword attack if you match keys he'll use a key on an object and so on and so forth. It's basically like uh, match three or match four or match five. Hmm. And it's just this puzzle. And, you know, the longer you take, 
the side scroller will catch up to you, the auto scroller, or if an enemy attacks you, it'll knock you back further to the end of the screen. And the goal is to basically keep moving forward and not hit the end of the screen. And you do that by killing, getting through enemies or eating food, which will replenish your stamina to continue running. Um, it's pretty basic. It's like kind of, uh, kind of an auto clicker in a way. I mean, you start off like it's pretty basic and pretty difficult. And then as you gain experience from killing monsters or get gold from looting chests, you can apply that to upgrade your character so he'll do more damage. And so the ultimate goal is to, in one run, get 10 million points, which will come naturally as you get further into the game because your multiplier will go up. And once you get 10 million points, you escape the dungeon. And that's the gist of it. It's just, it's a really simple game. Um, so how long does it take to get 10 million points? It took me about three and a half hours. So and then the game's over or you play again or what? You can go back and play. You can max out everything, but otherwise there's really nothing to be gained other than upgrading your character and getting further, which is why it's no longer on my phone. Oh, <laughs> so, so this is that's this is the one hang up. It's a two dollar game. There's no ads though. Like you know, it's it's a it's a nice little indie title to just kind of fuck around with. But you know, the upgrades and stuff make it you know a little bit more forgiving as you go deeper into the game. And then at, there comes a point where you're going to get ten million, and if you don't, you're awful at the game. And I don't think there's any online leaderboards. So there's really no incentive to be like trying to get a higher and higher score. And you effectively beat the game at 10 million and the credits roll. Well, dang. So it's just okay. I I think it's well made. I I enjoyed it for what it was, but there's not a lot of substance past 10 million, which is kind of a shame because it seems like one of those games that could be iterated on. This seems like something where you could release a a 10 million uh, expansion or something. Because there's enough components in it to build off of, but they chose not to for some reason. So, it's alright. It's just okay. Otherwise, I've been final, playing Final Fantasy Rep- Record Keeper. Still have not used real money in that. It's okay. And then oh. I, yeah? So, this reminds me. Yes. I was talking to Amaryllis today. Uh-huh. And, oh, what was it? She was saying that she wanted you to play some game. There's a Power Puff creator on Facebook, if that's oh what she can constitutes a game. That's not what she wanted you to play. Oh. I can't even remember what it was. What was it? it was I, some uh, some JRPG bullshit. I mean, I'll play JRPG bullshit. I don't know. She, she was like, to tell me. She, she asked me, does Joe play this game? I was like, no, he plays Final Fantasy Record Keeper. That keeps him real busy. Oh, <laughs> is it a Brave Frontier, maybe? No, uh, uh, Undertale. She wants you to play Undertale. Oh, Undertale. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been meaning to. So that's a PC only. Yeah. Um, well, oh, uh, also on Mac. Well, Mac, yeah. You, you know, personal computer only. Those things, what with the Intel processors. I might. I've been hearing good things about it. I don't know. I'll just set, I'll carve out some time and some willpower. Cause so speaking of 10 million, though. Oh yes, I I was googling ten million just to see what it was. Uh huh. And guess what news story popped up? Uh. 
just stalling. Hang on. Uh, uh, I don't know. What news Final, story? According to one representative on April 1st of 2016, Final Fantasy 15 has to sell 10 million copies to, to be profitable. Oh, but you can't trust that because it's April 1st. Liar's uh, Day. But Liar's uh, Day. I think this was an actual news story. I saw that. That's insane. Well, it makes sense. It was in development for 10 years. Yeah, it serves them <laughs> fucking right. This is what they get. <laughs> I'm probably going to pre-order Final Fantasy 15 anyway. So the demo yeah. So the demo is available now. Um, And I actually probably will download it at some point. Yeah. So is the demo separate from the... The, I, the, the feeling I'm getting is that these two other demos... These two demos that they've released have been separate from the actual game. So the first demo, which was released if you bought a copy of Final Fantasy uh, Type-0, um, that, as I understand it, is a separate partition from the rest of the game. Or if it's not, it's going to be so drastically changed in the final game that it might as well be. This demo, as I understand it, is like a string of events that take place in the main game. You know, so it's kind of like uh, how demos will just cut together certain bits in a game, but then when you visit it in the real game, you're like, oh, this is different, or this story beat is different. So that's how I understand. I understand that this is going to be in the final game. What's in the demo? Okay. It's going to be there in some way, shape, or form. It might not maybe, be in Maybe in abbreviated form? Uh, or, or a lengthened the the demo itself will probably one, be one abbreviated. The, the demo itself will be abbreviated. <laughs> oh, and okay. And then the main game will probably stitch shit in between it, maybe, because there's some flashback sequence sequences going on in it. Reminds me of the Uncharted demo. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I was actually asked by a friend. It's like, so are, do you think you're gonna pre-order it? And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I probably am. Just because, like, Final Fantasy... My relationship with Final Fantasy is once upon a time I loved it. I fell off the train real hard, but I never grew to hate it. You know? It wasn't yeah. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, they're bastardizing this franchise I mean, that I love. You played through 13, so... Right. It's not like Silent Hills or the Silent Hill series where it's like I've been ignoring those games since 4 because even 4 was shaky at best. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that. I will still play those games. But um but yeah, it's like now that I have money, it's like might as well, might as well see what they do. They the thing is like say what you will, Square Enix is a terribly inefficient company. They put way too much emphasis on graphics and music even though they are gorgeous and sound great. But their gameplay often becomes a mishmash of like I'm not sure if I want this or I do want this. But at least they try new things. They've taken a formula that was written in stone for a decade and have since been, like, turning it on its head for the past, like, five iterations. Yeah. So... For, uh, for good or for bad. For Yeah, m mostly for bad, but, <laughs> but at least they're trying to make it relevant. So, yeah, I'll definitely give it a shot. I don't... People keep describing it as a road trip. Which I think is way too forgiving this early on. People often, people after all did say Watch Dogs was just GTA with hacking. And yeah. that, then that was a bold faced lie. Yeah, it was more like Assassin's Creed with cars. 
at bet or fart yeah it was just it was just gta like people wanted to like paint it much rosier than it actually would be so that's that's kind of how i'm gonna look at 15 going into it it's like this is probably just gonna be some weird dumb anime bullshit whatever let's go kill some iron giants and ride some chocobos oh boy i want a chocobo but um so speaking of writing things though i completely skipped over one of the things i played <laughs> oh god what did you play uh forza horizon 2 fast and furious Ooh. so how how was that was uh, so, ludicrous in your year oh yeah most definitely so this was i played some of this when it first came out last year but this was the tie-in game for uh the fast for uh furious 7 mm-hmm. and it it, it was free. It's not free anymore, but I got it when it was free. It was free on Xbox One and 360, and I played it all the way through on Xbox One and got all the achievements, and then I was playing it on 360. It's kind of interesting to see the differences between them, and I thought it might be an interesting discussion just to because a lot of people think, oh, this new generation, it's it's so disappointing. It's, there's no leaps like there were in the other generations. Oh, like, that's, well, yeah. Just comparing these two games, I can see the leaps because these are basically equivalent but slight differences that you're like oh okay i can see why this is a slight better experience are they really that slight it's kind of it i mean the graphics are noticeably better um the xbox one version runs at 1080p and the other one's at 720p so that even just the resolution makes a difference but also just the detail Mm -hmm. um the xbox one version has way more cars on screen at a time the 360, yeah, More the 360 version, like the entire world, just seems very sparse compared to the Xbox One version that has a lot of life going on. I mean, yeah i I think it there are little details that are added from generation to generation that really compound onto it. Yeah, like like it was the same thing with Grand Theft Auto Five of just like you you look at it on current gen cuz that's what it came or uh, last gen cuz that's what it came out on but then the current gen ones are like fucking gorgeous and you're like this is amazing oh yeah like there really is a difference so yeah and then things like the load times are noticeably faster on the Xbox 1 those higher rpms uh, well i don't even know if it's rpms or just better ram or what but yeah it just um, there are times in the 360 version where you have to listen to Ludacris talk because they're clearly masking a load time behind it. Uh-huh. While on the Xbox One version, Ludacris will just be talking while you're driving. Good, like that's that that is interesting. I do enjoy like looking at just differences. Yeah, you know, and just it's just tiny shit that it's like it seems insubstantial, but it really like speaks to the hardware it's on yes also just the um the xbox one controller the 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 rumble triggers Uh actually add a lot to that game that's what i heard i everyone was singing the praises of those things and i as a lowly ps4 owner i do not know the joys (laughs) of rumble triggers it's pretty nice. I would say some games, it's like it depends on the game, but I think racing games in particular very much uh, benefit from it because you get the feel of the resistance of the different pedals. Mm-hmm. And that really puts you in the experience. While on the Xbox 360, I was like, oh, I'm just jamming the, the gas. Such is life for the Forza <laughs> driver. Yep. Oh, well, interesting. So... Otherwise, uh, well, yeah. Otherwise, we've talked about it. Yeah, and the tie-ins are like light. 
to the movie. It's not other than well, like some voiceover work. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the only voiceover work is ludicrous. Um, they, I, the, I guess, the basic concept is that hey, how does ludicrous get all these cars for them before they do go on their mission? Well, this is how he got all the cars. He had this one guy go out and get the cars for him. So I, the the basis of this game is go get these ten cars by winning races. So I had to go win these cars. Are you just gonna hide all those cars in a warehouse in Miami? <laughs> Basically. Set up the plot for Fast and Fu- Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> that uh, that would be great. Fuck. That'd be pretty. Great. I should write video games. But you and, know what? Uh, I, oh. There are some, there are some missions that are like, oh, clearly they're trying to take this from such and such fast and furious like oh there's a mission where you're fu- you're you're uh dr- you're racing a plane there's a mission where you're racing in a jeep through like a giant desert place it's like okay that's supposed to be like some sort of military thing that happened with um with the rock mm-hmm. this so, like this there, there's little homage. nods but it's not super it's not that tied to it yeah i mean it's it is what it is Tiny little add-ons. Tiny little add-ons. Just like Linux commands into Windows 10. Little oh. add-ons that mean so much. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... You fucking dork. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, me and you are probably more excited about this than 90% of human beings, but... Shit, dude, I just use Git Bash. Yeah, Same but shit. <laughs> that's not... You can't do everything there. I can do a lot of things, but yeah, not everything. No, so they're adding Linux command, the Linux command line to Windows 10 in an update this summer, which is kind of cool because that's honestly been one of my most, one of my biggest hurdles with Windows was like, hey, there's no command line support while ev- literally every other OS has command line support. Well, I mean, they had command line support, but not like their, they had their own weird Windows command line that was different. Yeah. Well, that that's something I wanted to know is like, are they just going to map I mean, I guess that's all they can do, though. Like, well, so well, are they? Yeah, how is this going to work? Is this just a mapping? Are so they... I looked into it a little bit. Yeah, and it's more. It's more than just a mapping. So, um, this was so a few years ago, there was a big initiative at Microsoft to have the ability to play or use Android apps on a Windows phone. Uh huh. And since the Windows phone runs Windows, that kind of doesn't work because. Android phone, Android apps need Android, but Android is just Linux with some stuff added to it. Mm-hmm. So they had already done a lot of the legwork to get Linux commands working for this Android support. But long story short, they ended up cutting this Android feature. But they had already done the Linux work, so they just kept the Linux stuff. And like now, they're, now they're finally releasing it. Okay, so that. That explains it a little bit more. Yeah. So it's just remnants of them trying to get Android apps to run in Windows. So is it would it be like an emulator? Like I'm I'm sorry, I'm just this I'm not we're never gonna get good information on this from like places no, like Polygon. They're not, they're not well, there was another that's the thing, there was another article that I saw and it went a little bit more in depth, but let's be real. Microsoft isn't gonna say exactly how it works because they're not open source or anything like that I suppose that's the case but the idea that I was getting was that basically they had some sort of implementation of the Linux commands now whether it be mapping or just literally adding it into the 
into the kernel. Yeah, I I mean I it's the thing is I'm I'm curious if that's because that's the difference between how big this news to, is to me. This is what makes this news worthy or not is like are they actually delving into like system level kernel yeah alterations to make this work or are they just adding an addi- which you know what guess what they're probably adding just an additional layer in some way shape or form maybe i mean it, i'm i'm going to i feel like it might be deeper than we think just because this was actually supposed to be able to run like android shit like the in order to run android apps i would assume it have to be pretty deep integration for it to actually work i suppose so yeah huh well i i mean it's interesting I, it, good. Finally, so now when you're being asked what laptop you want, Mac or Windows, it's no longer a matter of I need a Unix system. Hopefully, yes, hopefully, exactly. Yeah, assume, a, uh, but you know, stuff is still going to install the same, and so I would assume because that's the thing is I don't think you're going to be unpackaging. Yeah. You're not going to be extracting tars. I'd like to see what they do. I, I, I'm I'm waiting to see this update. Yeah, I I don't want to be pessimistic, but I feel like I'm going to be underwhelmed. Yeah, probably, probably. But it's still a cool thing. It's better than nothing. But you know what is the coolest of things? VR. Well, I was going to say Will Smith. Oh yeah, like in for Men in Black. Yeah, the Earth dude. Earth, Earth, dude. Earth, dude. <laughs> at Will Smith on Twitter, his the one famous, and only. His famous uh, line from Men in Black Two. Executable. Well, <laughs> yeah. Come in with the callbacks. Executable. He's like, yo, aliens. I got this got, executable. I got this executable that's gonna send you back to your planet. <laughs> So Will Smith, the uh, white redhead. Yes, the white redhead guy. Um, A few months ago, he left Tested to go do his own thing. And for a while, he kept saying, yeah, it's a VR thing, but I can't say what it is. So they finally released what their VR thing is, and it's available right now. So basically what his VR thing is, is that it's a VR uh, talk show. He's going to host his own VR show that you watch in VR and it's like polygonized low poly versions of him and his guests. And apparently they came up with some new technology where they can quickly scan their guests, scan their scan their guests and then in real time capture their movements to make a talk show. And then they're going to it's going to be kind of like tested where they bring in people to talk with and uh, they're going to release these shows and it's out now for pretty much every VR platform, which only one out there right now is Oculus. But he says it's going to be on Vive as soon as that's out and it's going to be on. uh, He said PSVR, he would like to put it out there as long as Sony approves it. Which I'm sure they'll be clamoring to get anything. Exactly. So yeah, it seems kind of cool. I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know much about it. I mean, it just seems like he hasn't really said much besides like, hey, it's a show and you can watch it. We're gonna have guests. Guests. It would. It's very different from what I thought it was gonna be because he kept hyping it up. It's like, oh, it's gonna be a VR thing. I'm like, oh, is, is this gonna be like some crazy like social network? On it's like, no, it's just, it's him doing his old thing just in VR, which is kind of cool. He's leveraging his skills but just I, in a different form. I was about to say, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Will Smith? 
It's like, literally what just to? tested. It's tested, but in VR with a different name, basically. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what marketable skills do you have? Where are you going? And then it's like, oh, VR. It's like, wait, you're working for a video game company now? So yeah. you pulled an Anthony, but Anthony doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's, he's not the tech guy. He's literally just the host. <laughs> well, that's fine. That makes sense. That's a cool way of presenting uh, the medium. Yeah, that, I'm really curious about it. Because that's like the biggest issue with VR, and I think this is going to lead into another small discussion that I've been wanting to have is just like the future of VR. You know, we've had the the launch of the Oculus Rift. It has some games on it, but you know, nothing groundbreaking or needing to be sold. And now with the advent of the HTC Vibe and PlayStation VR, we now have a race. An arms race, a console war, if you will, of yeah. VR platforms, and it's. Uh, but unlike console wars, which usually already have a brand and a lot of money being pumped into them, these still have yet. They still need to prove themselves. Exactly, and which. I don't know. It kind of amazes me that already people are picking sides when it's like they're not even out yet and we don't even know what the strength of them are. They're just arbitrarily choosing because you happen to buy one of them. Like, yes, because I, I don't know. I mean, you know me. I don't care that much about console wars. I own all the consoles, even the ones that I'm not super hyped about, like the Xbox one, but I still play it. But um, and I don't know. I just hate the type of stuff. And even beyond the war thing, you th- um, like I think VR is going to have a really big struggle to catch on because it's not something that really translates well to uh, viewers. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you did, you did, but I uh, watched that giant bomb VR stream, and while I was watching it, I was getting a headache because of how quickly (laughs) the camera's jostling around. Which probably for the person playing makes sense because that's where your head's moving. Yeah, people move their heads a lot. So I'm watching this stream. I'm like, oh, I'm literally getting kind of motion sick from him moving so much. Yeah, no, like it's harder to present. And I think another good metric, because you kind of said it yourself and something I was thinking about, you have all the consoles. Can you see yourself going out and buying all the VR headsets? Oh, fuck no. Yeah. They're way more expensive than a console. They're way more expensive. But yeah, but is they're also just not all worth having. I just, as of right yeah. now, anyway, maybe that'll change. Maybe more games will come out, but it's just like, that's, I think going to be the big struggle going forward. Like you don't have anything to be like, no, this is totally worth getting, you know, even with the PlayStation four, when that was coming out, you could argue, well, these games are also available elsewhere already. But the thing is, at least you have Sony's brand behind it to be like, Hey, we were the ones who brought you X, Y, and Z. You can expect yeah. to see more of that soon. Yeah, exactly. At least with the con- the consoles when they come out, it's a promise of, hey, there's nothing out now, but there's we're going to support this for many, many years. We have so you buy IP one. to work with, yeah, which is but important. With the, yeah, but with the headsets, like, honestly, like, who knows? Next year at this time, like, who, Oculus could go under. Like, Vive might get canceled. Like, you don't know because we don't know how popular these are going to be. These could be super unpopular and they cancel them. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it, I am no market expert. But my, not I wouldn't say it's a bold prediction, but my like pretty interesting prediction is I think five years down the line, we still have Oculus. Oculus still exists, 
but it exists in the same niche market as track IR and that hmm. it will be applied to some pretty interesting big titles but will not have like widespread support or appeal. I think I think the I think the PSVR and the Vive I don't know which way they're like who's going to fall first, but I guarantee you they're I don't I don't think they're going to make it. I think and this is just my personal opinion, but I think the Vive is going to fall first just cuz of Steam um not Steam. Um Valve's b- bad track record with supporting hardware. Yeah. And yeah, and just to show that I'm not blowing smoke, but yeah, it, my reasoning is very similar. Um Valve sucks with supporting peripherals, hardware, and shit. They talked about the Steam Machine once upon a time. I don't even know if that's still a thing anymore. They talk about Steam OS. I'm sure that it still exists, but no one is using it. Yeah, so the Steam Machine and Steam OS are both... Like, Steam Machine... You can buy them Steam Machine. Yeah, And you can okay. get Steam OS on something. But yeah, there's been virtually no support, and... uh Valve has stopped pushing for support. Right. They they got out real fast, which is eerie cuz I think that if Alienware can succeed so well, you would think something like a Steam machine could as well. I know that it's different brands making those, but you still think the appeal would be there somewhere. Oh yeah. Um mm. but and then PSVR is actually for a very similar reason is Sony does an awful fucking job of supporting peripherals. Like way bad. The eye, what was it? The uh, the eye, the PlayStation camera for the PS4 uses was used for one game. Now they're gonna use it with the PSVR. Well, you got to remember that PS camera is also used for streaming, and a lot of people still use it for that. But I guess yeah, I, I, that's under yeah. But you can do the, that with other cameras too. No, not on I PS. Think. On PS3, they had an open standard, but on PS4, it only works with their camera. Okay, that's the difference then. Yeah, yeah, it's. The thing is, uh, I think, at least for Sony, they have a bad track record, but at least they have also have a track record of supporting things when they really shouldn't. I suppose. I mean, yeah, because otherwise there's the move controller, which is fine. I yeah. mean, they, they tr- shoehorned that in way hard into exactly. some games. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying, like, I bet you this is going to be a situation where even if it doesn't catch on, Sony's going to try to shoehorn VR as long as they can and if it, until it catches on and if it doesn't catch on then they'll finally give up yeah okay so okay so I think that would give it a little bit more life but I do f- fear or feel that eventually that I think five years down the line it's not going to be that big of it no they're not going to do anything with it yeah so that's the thing is so many people and like I'm listening to these podcasts and everyone is like no you, you need to understand this is the future I'm just like you don't know that. You don't know what the fucking future is. Like people keep bo- boasting, like, no, this is the thing. This is the thing. Like they're so like hard in step. Like this has to catch on. This has to be the thing. It's like why? Like what if this is just a stepping stone? Like I, I, I so I think VR is pretty cool, but I'm just not really sold on this being what what makes it in the mainstream because there's still the barrier of. I'm putting a fucking headset on and people don't want to do that shit. Like people, like most yeah. people don't want to do that. So I feel like this might be a stepping stone to something that is, is even more ubiquitous and fits into people's lives in a real way. At least it, that's what I'm hoping. Cause it, like, if this is, if this actually is the end thing, like that, this is what VR is going to be, then it's never going to catch on in a big way. 
Like it might catch on in a small way, but just most people don't want to put shit on their heads. It is the future to something, but it is not, in my opinion, the future to video games. This will yeah. this will be superior for things like simulations. I think it has a lot of really great applications and other things that aren't in, video games. Yeah, and teaching. I think it has a great use in teaching because yeah. there's all those instructional things that are being released that you can just watch like, hey, learn about the internals of your body by going through the different stages. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, so that stuff has a lot of applications. I don't think video games do. People keep saying, oh, the Vive is probably the best one, and I agree. The reason why I don't, I don't even see it even further, in addition to Valve's poor s- support, is also the price point. I mean, I know, yeah. you know, some people say, oh, well, it's worth the extra money, and I believe that, but to a consumer mass market, the people that you want to adopt these, if you want there to be any future whatsoever, I think that additional price point is going to be a problem. Look, look, look at the Wii. Look at the fucking Wii. Yeah, the Wii. Oh. Like, when you say that price doesn't make a difference for, like, quality products, look at the Wii, look at the PS3, look at the Xbox One. When that came out, and that was at a higher price point. Yeah, yeah, just... The sky was you, falling. Yeah, if you nail... Like, I think if you nail that, like, 200 250 price point, like, you're going to sell a fuck ton. Yeah. But right now, all the VR devices are in the 500 to six to 800 range for the mm-hmm. real for the real deal. I didn't I I didn't say 400 cuz PSVR is 400 if you have the camera already. Yeah. It's like no, it's actually 500 cuz yeah. most people don't have the camera. I mean, say what you will. It's like, oh yeah, the vibes more expensive, but it gives you a better quality experience. It's like, yeah, but that's you know, that's I feel still feel like price drives that even oh, yeah. more. And, and and for for the layman, like for the person at Best Buy that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, when they go to the store, they're not going to be like, okay, tell me about the Vive or tell me about the Oculus. They're going to be like, how, what, what's the VR thing I need to buy? And guess what? They're going to look at the VR shelf and be like, huh, this is the cheapest VR thing. I will buy the cheap one. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know the fucking, like, especially with Oculus and Vive, maybe PlayStation, they'll be like, oh, like, I know the PlayStation brand. But with Oculus and Vive, those are like, those aren't names that people know. I Those feel aren't like popular names. If anything, Oculus is the more like compared to the Vive, because Vive just kind of came out of nowhere. I I've like yes. Oculus has been around. They've sent out. Uh, oh yeah, but shipments. I mean, just for like for the common folk, the people oh, yes. that aren't in the know, they're yes. not going to know what Vive or Oculus are. Yeah, and even I like knowing that the experience of the Vive is supposedly superior. Even I'm still hesitant. Like if I had to pick one, I would still pick the Oculus because it's a known quantity. And I'm not sure I want to, if I'm going to be an ad- early adopter, and by early adopter, I mean within the first two years, I'm going to go with the cheaper option. And yeah. I will gladly sacrifice that supposed additional experience or immersion because I don't know what's coming out for these things yet. Yeah, I'm curious to see because I'm, I'm, I mean, I've said this before, but I'm not going to be an early adopter. If they get to like third, probably if the third or fourth generation of this tech is really once they get to where they can reduce the cost, make it more mainstream, I'll probably jump in, which I think will probably be third or fourth generation of the product. Assuming we get that far, we'll see. And that's why I'm saying if we get to that point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's our VR talk. That's probably as much as you're going to get out of us. Oh boy. I look forward to the Vibes launch. I look forward to that all day stream. Oh yeah, I love that stuff. 
That was great. I, I love console launches. For better or for worse. Um, with that being said, that looks like an episode. So you can find me and Peter on Twitter. You can find us at the following places using our handles in the description. As per usual, you can find us both on Twitter. You can find us both on the PlayStation Network. You can find Peter on Nintendo's Miiverse. I'm just going to call it that. Nintendo's thing. Go on your Wii U. Look for Peter there. You can also find him on Xbox. Mitomo. There's Mitomo now. Add him on Mitomo. Yes, please. Um... You can also add them on Xbox Live. Visit our website, ZucchiniThumbs.com. There you can find links to our <coughs> our RSS feed, our new iTunes page, eventually. Um, also find our YouTube channel. Uh, you also send us emails at ZucchiniThumbs at gmail.com. Apple support. Please send us emails. <laughs> uh... And also visit my website, hashtag simmer.com. That's all spelled out. Hashtag simmer, like simmer down, or the water is at a simmer.com. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, with that being said, have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.